everybody. Welcome to Pilasani Conversation, the podcast. So I haven't been around in a while because we just had to deal with a few uh, losses in our lives, uh, friends, family members. So emotionally, I wasn't in a good space to record any episode, but I come back this week. And in this week's episode, we will be starting with Faith Facts segment. I am featuring a gentleman among gentlemen he is loving he is funny he is a wordsmith he is a husband he is a father and his name is hey thank you for finally joining me in conversation how are you doing i'm all right although we could argue that we speak all the time (laughs) right Uh, so i'm joining you in recorded conversation in recorded conversation yeah Yeah. all right please just briefly introduce yourself to our listeners for those that don't know you um i think you've done a good job so far so right. my name is Dumelo. <laughs> uh, i am a husband of one i am a father of one at so least far. so far um professionally i'm a business analyst artistically i am a bass player and a lyricist Ooh. um and uh yeah spiritually i am powered by christ Hallelujah. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's also a man of a few words <laughs> in certain moments. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Dumano is one of the scholars of the Christian faith. He actually went to Bible college for three years. But before that, he has always had a strong liking of finding out more about the principles contained within the Christian faith. He's just always been um inquisitive and you know things like that so today i've asked him to come and join us and share with us you know some of the things that he knows we will be tackling the concept of the godhead all right i'll be asking him questions that i've once had that i've heard people ask and i would also like to encourage you to just share with me those conversations uh, those questions you might have so that we may grow in the knowledge we have been given all right but before that Baby, since the day you came into my <laughs> I'm kidding. May you please tell us about yourself and the kind of child that you were before we can get into the serious conversation. The kind of child I was. Okay, I, I was born um, from a single mother. Okay. Uh, so on her side, I'm, I'm her only son. Um, I do have a father, obviously. Um, and on his side, I'm the first of six. Mm-hmm. I was raised primarily by my mother, uh, for the most part at least. Um, and also with a lot of assistance from my grandparents. Yes. As a matter of fact, my granddad was very much like the father figure in my life for the most part, at least when he was still alive. Yay. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm basically a product of grandparental raising Mm -hmm. as well as a single mother the spoiled Um, kids (laughs) well (laughs) yeah and uh, I I was raised a church boy Uh, so I've always been exposed to uh, the Christian doctrine so to put it Uh, firstly through my granddad who was Anglican and secondly through my mom when her spiritual walk sort of 
took her on i wouldn't say a different path but more the charismatic at least as it is called okay um side of things and she obviously took me with to church and so i was raised in that kind of environment myself okay uh and i was very involved i'm, I'm a I'm the kind of person that likes to be active wherever I find myself. Uh, I started doing sound at church from a very young age. I think my pre-teen years, I, sh- I, w- I was probably around 11, 12. Um, and then I, I then started playing bass guitar later on. I think that was somewhere in my mid-teens. Okay. And then I got involved with the youth group, you know, youth leadership and ministry later on and then bible college and then marriage and then fatherhood and then this conversation <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah, that's that's, that's okay. i think yeah i think maybe okay maybe we'll get into the other part later the the part where you were mentioning that you would go to church with your mom is that something that you felt you were forced to do because you know when you're still young mm. i mean you know sometimes you don't really want to go to church but would you say that you were one of those uh, children that you looked forward to going to church back then i don't know about looking forward i think i've i've always perceived church the same way i perceived school Okay. It was like something that was part of my life. Um, Sundays. Yeah, you know, so during the week you go to school, on Sunday you go to church. So it wasn't something I had beef with. Okay. Neither was it something I would say I was particularly excited about. It was just for me, just part of life, you know. For me it was, this is how life goes. Yeah. From Monday to Friday you go to school, then you've got a day off and then on Sunday you go to church (laughs) Um, then there's Sunday school and then you start (laughs) over and then the cycle just repeats itself. (laughs) Okay. 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 Alrighty, alright. No, we'll get into the other other stuff. I think let's just stick to the church part and then later on we'll just talk about the other other things that I know you do. Uh Uh, (laughs) So yeah, just getting into conversation gear, right? The... um, the reason for why I wanted us to talk about the Godhead mm-hmm. is basically taken from the book of Genesis. All right. In verse 26, uh, in the first chapter, right? So the Bible tells us, let us, emphasis on us, make man in our, and emphasis on our image, according to our likeness, right? Mm-hmm. So the question that I have there is, before those verses, we see God just throwing, let there be this, let there be light, let there be that, let there be that. But when it comes to the formation of man and human beings, then he starts to bring in the element of plurality. So let's start there. What is God referring to? Who is this us that he's talking about? All right. I think very important to note um first and foremost that god is one okay there is one god okay um which is something we learn as we obviously uh transcend with the bible okay uh but that there is one god so i think obviously then it's a very good question to ask if 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 this one god is the one that's been responsible for creation and he hasn't created any other entities except for objects uh, like the earth and animals and stuff like that for example who is he talking to yeah um in in i don't want to say christianity i I want to say biblically okay uh god exists in three persons okay and that is the person of the father 
the person of the son okay um who plays himself out in the form of Christ Jesus, so okay. to speak. Okay. Um, and then there's the person of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Uh, this is not to say that God is three in form. Okay. This is to say that God is one in form, but three in persons. Okay. A concept that I think we'll explore as we speak. Okay, yeah, because then my <laughs> next question would be, does that make sense to you? And if you've if you've gotten to a point where you've made it make sense, could you please explain it to us? Okay. He's not three persons, he's one, he, but he he is He is three persons. He is three persons, but he's not three people. He's one entity. He's one entity, he's not three. Please explain. <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. Please okay. can you just explain that? All right. So, so this was probably the very first obstacle I came across after oh. starting to understand um, my walk with God. Okay. Um, obviously, I've always grown up in church. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you accept what they tell you as okay. you grow up. But the, there comes that point in life where you start to properly apply yourself okay, to yes. what it is that you are being taught okay. and I think one of the first things I started to question was what what does it really mean how can a father be his own son okay I wasn't so worried about the Holy Spirit yeah. I think it was easy to reconcile that but what was particularly tricky for me is understanding how a father can also be his own son mm. um, and, and that's when I asked myself the question, but what I then learned and later discovered um, as I was exploring, yeah. obviously, that, that, that thing is that, in fact, I'm thinking about it in human form. I'm thinking about okay. it the same way I would apply the concept to a human being. Okay. And I'm forgetting that God is not a human being. Absolutely. Um, so the way I'm thinking about it is how can God be two different beings? Yeah. At least that's how I was thinking okay. about it. And that he exists as one being and then exists again as another. Yeah. But I was incorrect. Uh, in that. Schizophrenia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I then learned that I was incorrect, that in fact, God is one being. Okay. Uh, with three different... So one being is in one entity, okay. not multiple entities. Okay. With three different... Uh, how do I put it? Um, with three different personalities oh. so to put it but not in a schizophrenic kind of way okay. but in the same way that you are my wife yeah but you are also Tiamo's mother okay but you are also your mother's daughter oh. right that is one person okay it's, it's one it's one entity okay but it has three different aspects to it right okay. relationally yeah. speaking Absolutely. so so the, the person you are with Tiamo as a mother is not the same person you are with me as your lover would like to believe that but yeah yes you know uh, yeah. and the person you are with your mother as a daughter yes. is not the same person you are with Siamo as her mother yes kind of thing so so okay. that's that that's really what it is is that oh, okay. uh, you are all those different aspects mm. although you are one being okay and so it is the same with God is that he's one being but he has all these different aspects to him um, um, although we don't call them aspects, we call them persons. We call them Thus, persons. God in 
three persons. Okay. Yes. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Correct. Okay. And He's all of them at the same time. He's all of them. Right. At the same time. He's not one at a time. Just oh. like you are not your mother's daughter, some at a particular time, and then at another time you are my wife, sure. and then another time you are Tiamo's mom. At the time you are being my wife. You are still Tiamo's mother yeah. and you are still your mother's daughter. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It's continuous. Sure. And okay. so it's the same with, with God. He okay. is those three persons all the time. So would you say that it's, 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 um, no, let me not ask this question. Yeah, no, I would, I want to ask this question now. I'm going to bring it in later. Okay. So... Yeah, no, I, I think you've just sort of like covered sort of... <laughs> no, 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 I'm not sure which question to ask because you've covered... <laughs> Sorry. You've... <laughs> you, you have covered... Wow, okay. Um, okay, maybe let's talk about how to relate then to, to the Godhead, right? Because mm-hmm. you've brought it very clear to me when you're referring to the fact that Mina, I'm this human being, but I have different roles. And this to this one and that to that one so in terms of the godhead maybe firstly let's talk about the other terminologies that are attributable to the godhead what yeah, you, yeah. you know i know there's um, um, we joke about you know <laughs> but i i imagine that the godhead also refers to trinity yes and some people call it holy trinity or you know but what are the other terminologies that we attribute to e the godhead yeah certainly i think the the, the other one is the trinity okay um, and that is an english term okay that seeks to explain the concept. Um, okay. You know, um, so yeah, that's that's the one term, the Would, Trinity. Is that the God in three persons? God is in three persons. Translated, yes, okay. Correct. Okay. That's that. Uh, the other one, very similar to that, is that God is a triune God. Triune God. Correct. Okay. You know, which is which is two words put together: tri meaning three and un meaning unified. Ah. So the three being unified okay or the three existing in one okay Um, and and, and the concept is not a strange one because you've got a lot of words that seek to explain that right like the term university for example uni and versity meaning unified in versatility for example in that it is one institute that offers various um, but the institute is one okay right um, and so and so that's basically what words terms like that come. you're not going to find them in the bible okay because they are not particularly uh bible concepts per se mm-hmm. but they are lingual mm-hmm. concepts okay it's how language tries to explain the concept okay that's why you're not going to okay. find the term in the bible yeah. nevertheless you will find the concept in the, in the Bible. Bible. Okay. And so English just tries to say, okay, how do we define this concept? And then okay. it decides, okay, we'll put it this way. It also happens with the fivefold ministry, yeah. right? The Bible doesn't speak about a fivefold ministry. It just speaks about the five gifts the that five have been gifts. given to different people who will play those roles in the church. The and we've, the pastors, correct. The and we've teachers, coined yeah. them, we've termed them the fivefold ministry. Yeah. That's not unbiblical, but it's not necessarily 
although it's not found in the bible yeah. you can't say it's non-biblical because the concept is taken from the bible, from the bible. we just found a term to refer to the concept mm. uh, of those gifts having been given yes, uh, yes and that's that's basically what it's like okay yeah. okay so you touched on that but i'll come back to it now as you were explaining i was going to ask Ubuti, um how do we relate that's the question that i wanted to ask initially before coming to the different uh, terms mm-hmm. how do we relate to each uh, member of the godhead as human beings um how do we relate to a member of the godhead yeah. i mean to each to member each member yeah okay so so remember when 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 you are relating to god he is all three okay so obviously you are relating to all three uh but there becomes um just like when you approach your mother uh there's there's a certain level of appropriation that is applied mm. in relation to the relationship that you have with your mother yes. or in relation to what that the the relation calls for okay so naturally for me um because in the godhead we find three things or in the trinity we find three things we we find the father yeah to whom we attribute sovereignty you okay. know to whom we attribute creation okay. and all power and omnipotence and omni omniscience and Knowing. omnipresence yeah. you see so okay. because god the father is attributed to those um or has those attributes to him we give worth you know okay. to him we give our worship to okay. him we give our reverence okay. to him we 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 put all things um and then there is the the, the person of Christ okay who who was sent um by the godhead so to put it or is the part of the godhead that that came and became responsible for because a lot of us only relate to Christ as the one who died for our sins yeah but we forget that he's also an example of how we ought to carry ourselves here on earth an example mm-hmm. of a human being who is in total alignment with god with god right? okay uh, and so to him that that's the, that's the relation so we look to him as the ultimate role model as the ultimate like how do i behave myself this is how i ought to live this is how i ought to walk yeah. this this is what orders my steps okay. all right and he's also a representation of god's love towards us okay. in that because he was given as a sacrifice as a lamb for our sins yes, uh, yes. that he should die in our place instead of us so that therefore we attribute that to him as well okay. when we see him we see the love of god personified okay expressed right? in human form okay. okay now after he has left he's leaving us with this duty that we need to carry on in those footsteps after believing in what he has done correct okay. right and we need some sort of enablement to do that we need something that will enable us okay. to do that okay. and that is the role of the holy spirit oh. in that he enables us to live out what we saw christ living out okay. he enables us to relate to the father okay. whom we have not seen face to face whom you do you see yes. otherwise we otherwise it would be difficult to relate to him so he That's enables right. us to do all that um and and so then the, the the relation says just as Christ did right uh to God then I that's where my 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 worship goes that's okay. where my praise goes yeah. that's where my prayers are directed to God okay to God okay. right uh appreciation to Christ and acknowledgement of his role uh in in the godhead and 
relation with the Holy Spirit. Uh, but by relation, I mean communion with okay. the Holy Spirit and every day-to-day companionship mm. of sorts okay. with the Holy Spirit. Okay. You know? uh, so I converse with the Holy Spirit uh, literally like a confidant, like a friend. Okay. Like a, do you see what okay. I'm saying? Uh, now, this is not prescriptive at all. I'm not saying this as a prescription that this is how you ought to be. Okay. But I'm saying the way the Bible presents each aspect or each person of the Godhead is in that way. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes, for me, best to then respond in that, in that manner. manner. Um, okay. We saw Christ, for example, yeah. when he prayed, when he gave worship. He always directed it to the, the Father. Father. Okay. Right? Whenever somebody comes to him and said, oh, good, this, that, he would say, no, don't call me that. Only God is good, yeah. for example. So, okay. so that teaches me, at least, that that means that the praise, the worth, the worship, uh, I attribute it to the Father uh, in the Godhead. Okay. But nevertheless, in spite of the different ways I relate to the Godhead, depending on the person that I'm approaching, yeah. uh, I still recognize that this is one. This is one, uh, okay. Yes, there's times when I speak to you as my wife, for example, but there could be times when I speak to you as your mother's daughter. Yeah. Uh, let's say, for example, uh, not to say something like this has happened or will happen, but let's say I need to intervene if you and your mother were to have a fight. Yeah. I'd speak to you as her daughter. Mm. Do you see what I'd yeah. approach you as her daughter? Uh, there's times when I approach you as Tiamo's mom. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also times when I approach you as my wife <laughs> you see what i'm yeah. saying um, okay. okay so 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 in in spite but i'm still conscious of the fact that you are still both mm, you know? okay and uh, there's nothing wrong with 100 percent. like i mean with the prayer because i was going to ask you Buti, then who do i think i asked you who do we pray to there's nothing wrong with who you are addressing it's 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 at that moment it's what you you are conscious of correct if you are conscious about what Christ has done and you want to just acknowledge that and you want to um, thank him for just being a lamb for us, for us to have a relationship with God, that's fine. There you go. And you can't do that because he's alive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wherever he is, he's not dead. Yeah. You can, you can do that. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's, yeah. Sure. Okay. Wow, man. Okay, no, that's, that's quite, um, that's quite incredible. Yeah, I wanted to ask then the question that I said I was going to ask later is how did you find out about the, the, the principle of, you know, Trinity, the Godhead, because the Bible does not mention it directly. Um, okay. Yeah. How did yeah. you? So I, I think I am naturally a very cognitive person. I bring it home. I, like bring I think about stuff. <laughs> okay. And I work through the stuff I think about. I, okay. I, I, I try to make sense of things and break them down to the simplest form. Okay. So, you know, when I hear people say in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, yes. or hear them say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, yeah. my mind starts to work. Okay. You know? And, and when, when I said, remember I said when I was younger, one of the first hurdles I came across after applying myself to my faith was that yeah. uh, my mind was like, wait, how can this be? Yes, yes. Is there one God or are there three gods? You know, God the father being one god 
the Son being two and the Holy Spirit being three. Yes. That's how I found out about the concept of the Trinity. Okay. When I was chasing that trail, okay. um, then I learned about, okay, there's, there's this thing around it. So basically it's one God, uh, but who exists in three persons. And it's difficult for us to... F- to conceive because we are not like that mm. we we are one person yeah we can't even though i use the illustration of you and your different relations yeah those are aspects of you it's not you having three persons yeah you true. are still one person with three aspects but it's the best way i can explain god being one um and yet being in three persons mm. uh, but we must remember what limits us is not necessarily a limitation for god Truth. that yeah. we can't exist in three persons yeah god doesn't have the same problem yeah. Uh, yeah. you know even scientifically speaking you have to be matter or you have to exist in a space of some sort yeah and to during a certain point in time god doesn't have that problem god existed before time started mm. god is going to exist after time yeah. if there's such a thing um you, do you see what i'm saying so so we shouldn't be too stuck on the the physical or scientific possibility of what we are talking about and and how it makes sense scientifically i think rather what we should be preoccupied with is what we learn from the triune being of god mm. and why it is important for us and for me it's for various things um, which is something i also found out when i first learned about the yes, concept yes. is that what we see in a triune god is relationship okay we see the father relating to the son we see the son relating to the holy spirit the holy spirit relating to the father vice versa all this so we're seeing the very first entanglement correct god and himself being a community okay uh, okay and and god existing because the bible says god is love yeah right yeah true and if god is love and he hadn't created any other beings um was he still love at that point Mm, and if he was who was he loving because you are love love is a relational term i can't yes i can't speak about love out of relationship so if god is love that he didn't become love at some point he always was who was the where were the subjects of relation at that point and and the answer that's consistent is that well they were within himself and how he related to himself mm-hmm. as the father as the son and as the holy spirit yeah. and that's where we learn the concept of love as well and that's where we learn also the concept of order yeah you know yeah. that the son submits to the father yes and by the commission of the son we now have the holy spirit which means by relating to us the holy spirit is submitting to the son as yeah. well do you see what i'm saying so i think i'm going on and on and on but that's how i found out okay. I, I asked myself the question, the question because i like to think about stuff and all this is what i found out yeah okay and if you are i mean interested as well just looking at the character of christ and how he related to you know while he was still here on earth as jesus and how he related to god it sort of does also help to give like an understanding of how the whole um fellowship or relationship or community hundred percent i like the term work i like i like the term fellowship yeah um yeah yeah all right cool so for somebody that's like seeking to understand more you know you said you are cognitive um (laughs) how, how where do we start you know because information out there also some 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 things that are being published on google or internet or whatever 
we're not sure if they're giving us the right information where where do i start if i want to know more about this you know and we spoke earlier that you went to bible college is there another option that i could maybe you know do because the other thing is that in churches um i mean most of the ones that i've been exposed to it's not a, a question and answer session it's we we have um a pastor or a preacher or a teacher or an apostle standing there and sharing the message for the day and that's that and some people don't ever have a, a, a relationship with their pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists, or apostles to go and ask them these questions. So if I'm from a church and I'm like shy, I'm new, how do I go about knowing these things? And also if there are any links that you might have that you might suggest um, that could help. Um, I think, you know, for me, the Bible is always the best start for a believer. Okay. Um, why? <laughs> because shapes even the questions that you are going to ask um, so for me start with the bible be honest about whether or not you understand what you are reading mm. and be honest about the questions that come from what you are reading okay. uh, don't pretend to you know i think some of us feel a debt to be obedient to the bible in spite of whether or not we understand it ah, yeah. um, which is not i mean i i get i i understand the reverence behind that yeah and, and i suppose to some degree it's a good thing but in terms of being able to live like the bible prescribes we should live it's important for you to make sure you understand it yes. and for you to understand it you have to be honest about the Does questions whether or not it makes sense yeah. right and so start with the bible uh and when you've started with the bible naturally you're going to have questions that's the nature yeah. of the of, of the book is that it by the things it it, it, it proposes it introduces a lot of questions yeah. and yeah. ask those questions but don't don't ask them just to yourself Go into the community of, of believers. Okay. And, that, and that is the value of having a community of believers and not existing as a believer by yourself yeah. as an island. Yeah. Is that you get to fellowship with other believers who may be at different walks in their faith, who may be at different levels of understanding of the Bible, yes. who may have explored some of the questions. Uh, you know, uh, you ask, you talk, you engage, and whatever responses you get, you go back to the Bible to validate consistency. Don't take them. So just don't because, just, yeah, exactly, don't yeah. just, don't work on a trust basis. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, and then whatever they say, we take that. There and you we, go. Yeah. And we don't yeah. apply our minds. So, so I think as a principle, just always remember that feeling good about what's being said doesn't necessarily make it true. Mm. So you always have to go and validate no matter how good it sounds, no matter how yes. good it makes you feel. Mm. Uh, and, and be careful, particularly when it makes you feel good, because not everything that's true is going to make you feel good. Sure, some some yeah. things are going to, to rub you up the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm particularly careful when it makes me feel good. I'm not saying I'm suspicious, but I'm careful. I go and I validate to make sure that whatever's making, I'm not getting a false sense of security, yeah. in other words. Um, so that's what I would say. Start with the Bible, work outward. Mm, okay. uh, start in the Bible and, and you know, extract yeah. what you can from it. Go and speak to people, yeah. come back and validate what they say against the against Bible. Okay. Um, you know, whether you do it through a Bible college or you do it through, I think that's, that's neither here nor there, because even at a Bible college, they're teaching you stuff.
stuff. Yes. You have to go back to scripture to validate whatever they're teaching you. You can't make the assumption that, I mean, it's people yeah. at Bible college yeah. at the end of yeah. the day. So you can't work with the assumption that because it's Bible college, everything that is taught is biblically correct. Very true. You have to establish that for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that is, unfortunately, you're going to have to do the hard work of getting into scripture yourself first. Yes. Yes. And then working outwards. Um, obviously, when you go to church, whatever you are taught, you go back to scripture to yeah, validate. Yeah. Is this what it is? Yeah. And that's that's basically it. So for me, whether you decide to go to the internet, uh, whether you speak to people, the source of truth uh, when it comes to the faith is the Bible itself. That's Number the blueprint. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. blueprint. You check everything else yeah. against that. And you should be okay. You should be okay. Yeah. And also, like, I've discovered that it's actually like a process. You know, if you have a question, um, and let's say you go and you check it, you have, like, you've bumped into, like, what does this us, let us make man, you know, type of thing. And you go and you do research. Don't be satisfied with the first thing you find. Correct. Um, you know, like, allow it to make sense. Allow it to like build it build a case until it really really resonates with you and it makes absolute sense absolute truth that even when somebody comes and questions you about it you are not like oh my gosh i didn't know this aspect i didn't know that yeah, aspect yeah. so if you can just also like give yourself time to just study certain principles it it, it actually will will help so 100 percent. no thank you thank you for that um yeah yeah, you know what? Okay, this is like the last question. Okay. Because <laughs> now I'm going through my questions and you've covered, <laughs> in your explanation, you've covered like the stuff that I wanted to ask you. So okay. I'm not going to go back. So I had to read through the last question or the, to see the, the questions that I still had. And I wanted to ask Uti practically, mm-hmm. let's say you're a parent or you're exposed to Abadona Bangani. Mm-hmm. How would you explain um, the, the principle of the Godhead to Umdanamuan for them to understand? The way I explained it to you, I think in a child's life, I would say you are my, I'd say to Tsiyamo, uh, I'm one being. Yeah. But I'm your father. Yeah. I'm also mommy's husband. Yeah. And I'm grand, grandma's son. Yeah. Right? Okay. That doesn't mean I'm three different entities yeah um well i wouldn't say entity to say i'm, yeah, right. say I'm still one. it's still me i'm Dumel, and it's still what? one Dumelo. but Dumelo is your daddy yeah Dumelo is also mommy mommy's husband yeah and Dumelo is also uh grandma's son yeah so god is also one god is father okay. god is also son and god is also spirit it doesn't make them three separate okay things it's still one uh just different persons just different persons yes. yeah. okay another question that just came now um is it, it, please explain to us when jesus was here on earth godhead mm-hmm. jesus coming on earth can mm-hmm. you just just explain that um that process or that concept what happened did he come with these powers did he you know yeah so remember like i said right god exists in all three forms yes at all times there was never a time when he was two and then became three or he was all three always been in eternity okay right eternity (laughs) before creation and eternity beyond right so what that means is that even during the time where god was reincarnated or or incarnated as christ or as jesus yeah 
Um, he became man. He still was a father. Okay. There was still God, the father. Um, the person of the father existed. Yes. Just like the person of the spirit existed. And the person of... Of the son. Of the son existed, right? Yeah. What happened was that God, in the, in the person of the son, stripped himself of certain things. And I think if I were to be... To be overly if I were to overly summarize I would say what he stripped himself of as Jesus was omnipresence mm. uh, Jesus could only be at one place at a time, at a time okay. for example yeah um, mm. um, so so I would I would say that's one thing for example and and look I don't think I would do justice in covering the entire process per se but i would to simplify it to oversimplify it i would say think of it that way and that for him to exist in the form that we exist uh and for him to be able to relate to us in this way and 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 be able to relate to our struggles and all that stuff he would have to have certain the same limitations that we would have had he would need to get hungry like us he would need to only be present at one place at a time yeah like us okay and stuff like that but his lack of omnipresence as jesus is neither here nor there because it is the power of the holy spirit that enables him and the holy spirit doesn't have that problem mm. the holy spirit doesn't have a problem of being confined to one place okay. at a time okay which is another thing we learn in, in that we can exist in union with god without necessarily being everywhere and without necessarily knowing everything but that which enables us it's the holy spirit can take us to that place you know okay. we can we can be everywhere when we are one with the spirit not in form everywhere not geographically everywhere but when we are one with the spirit um you know we can we can pray for somebody in iran wherever they yeah, are in swaziland and whatever what yeah. and the function of the holy spirit can go there and can be there presently and do whatever it is that's mm, required okay. do you see what i'm saying okay. and that's that's why it's important to understand the trinity in those aspects and that through the Holy Spirit, we have an enablement yeah. that we have inherited yeah. that enables us a certain way beyond our human selves. Okay. You know, that, okay. that gives us, um, and, and the Bible says, when Jesus sends the Holy Spirit, he says, I will send you a helper who will do this, 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 and he will show you things to come. To come, yeah. Um, so although we are limited in our knowledge, we have the Holy Spirit who can teach us certain things um, that we don't know or couldn't have known or couldn't have predicted Um, you know and and, and, and as long as they are pertinent to us we have that so so that's the way I'd explain it I'd say he didn't stop being God he just came in a certain form um, and stripped himself of the omnipresence but only to the, the the incarnation itself mm. he didn't strip himself in the form of the father or rather in his person as the father he didn't strip himself in his person as the holy spirit he only stripped himself in his person as jesus okay yeah okay no thank you so much um i've learned a lot you know and i thought i knew this topic but uh, i've learned a lot i think more than anything the simplified um well the simplicity that you've brought the the, the the topic with so thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it so All right now we have come to the end and the end always has 
two questions mm -hmm. where you ask about your final i mean your 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 fun facts about yourself and then any final thoughts that you might have for our listeners so this fun fact i'm hoping you're gonna bring the other thing about you that i thought you would talk about lepism but you didn't so yeah just give us the fun facts i don't know what you're talking about but uh, <laughs> fun fact number one i am a lyricist i'm a rapper yeah and a poet a very uh, good rapper by yeah, the way yeah 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 talking like grabby stuff like no, boss stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, fun fact number two. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this one. <laughs> don't say you don't like washing dishes because that's not a fun fact. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I mean, I don't like washing dishes. You hate it. But um, yeah. Fun fact number two. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna skip this one. Okay. I thought I was gonna say it, but I'm not gonna say it. Okay. So I'm gonna go to fun fact number three. Okay. Uh, I am a. I mean, it might not be fun for a lot of people. I'm a perfectionist, uh, and my perfectionism makes me overcompensate by being lenient on people. Fun fact. So, so I like I like to let a lot of things go. Uh, because I, I know it sounds strange because I'm a perfectionist you'd expect that I hold people to a high standard I don't I hold myself to a high standard and I'm happy to receive anything from people um, so why that's fine is that with me you can pretty much get away with a lot I think that's fine okay uh, number three I'm a sketch artist mm, that's uh, true I can draw <laughs> uh, it's not something I do very often uh, but I've noticed I haven't lost the. Yeah. I mean, my portrait still hasn't been, you know. You know, there's people whose <laughs> yeah, wives yeah, are on yeah, uh, yeah, picture yeah, frames, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. maybe you're still going to do that. But yeah, I'm a sketch artist. I'm still iffy about saying what I was gonna say as fun fact number two. So I'll leave that alone. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You've said three already, so okay, that's fine. Great stuff. Oh, no, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Any final thoughts that you would like to share with the listeners in light of this conversation that we've just had? Um, yeah, about the God here again. Uh, I suppose, I think in everything, um, uh, don't fall into the trap of wanting to walk your walk with God. Uh, I think we're living in an information era. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information about a lot of things. Yeah, true. We just need to be able to learn to separate the function of information uh, and type of information. Uh, we need to learn to differentiate scientific information from other forms of, of information. Okay. So in our relation with the Bible, I think a lot of people are falling into the trap of using the Bible as a science textbook. Mm. Uh, when that's not the purpose of the Bible. Okay. The Bible was not given to us to explain how things work um, technically. Okay. But it was given to us to to understand why things exist or okay. why things work the okay. way they do. Okay. So it's about the significance and the learnings that we can extract from the Bible so that we can apply into our lives to have a better quality of life and a better relationship with God okay. um, but when you find yourself observing the Bible 
to try and find scientific correctness in other words to try and measure how long the sun is from the earth and stuff like that you're going to fall into trouble because that is not the purpose that's not the significance of the word of god mm -hmm. the significance of the word of god is to refine your relationship with god and with man mm, okay. uh, and that is what you should always look for in the bible how does this uh, enhance my relationship with God and how does this enhance my relationship with man when you are getting those answers from the Bible you're good sure okay. when you start to look for other stuff you're gonna go down a you're gonna spiral down a rabbit hole that has no end and you you you, you know it's, it's not gonna end well yeah it must yeah. it might discredit the Bible altogether correct all right thank you so much did you have fun though did you enjoy yourself um yeah yeah this was this was an, a good exercise uh, <laughs> i think also it gives me a reflection of whether or not uh, i have made sense of this thing myself okay yeah okay. And i think it's always good to talk about these things um because as i talk about them i i ask myself hey, this thing is it really like this or not? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. No. And that is that on uh, today's episode of uh, our Faith Facts with Tumelo uh, Lepatula. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, guys, may the truth set you free indeed. Uh, I would also like to invite you to just please keep those questions coming. Some of you, these questions that I ask the scholars are because of the questions that you have asked me. So please keep them coming and I'll make sure to get more scholars to come and help us tackle them. But on that note, may it be well with you, spirit, soul and body as this winter has now fallen. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>